0: We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing party. What's up, Viewing party. Chanting all over your tatum. Ow. Viewing party. Did you know that they played the, that song in the crew games? No. Like the. Have you ever been to a crew game? No. Okay, so like the north. You should go. They, they might. They might die this season. <laughs> I think they're all gonna die. Um, I don't think that's they're, what's I, they're that's getting exactly sold off to slavery. Isn't that how that works? That's not exactly. That's what what's happens happening. when you sell a team. I don't know how people trafficking works in sports. <laughs> I don't know. They're gonna leave us with a big empty stadium. So yeah, they might go to. But no, Boston. the Nordek section with okay. like the big, like big big fans. Yeah, they have all these like chants and songs. And the like, the entirety of the game—it's ninety minutes of like nonstop like chanting and songs and annoying. cheers. No, it's really <laughs> nice. Otherwise, it would just be like a quiet soccer game. But you have this like whole giant corner of the stadium that has—they have like their own fog machines and they bring their own. Like it's like the super fans, and like they have like okay. instruments and like their own drum line and stuff. Like there's no cheerleaders. There's just yeah, these people okay. who are very exciting, but it just like keeps like a cool rhythm going the entire time. But one of the songs they have is the "I Would Walk 500 <laughs> Miles" song. Um, but I think they just say like, "I would walk 500 miles, and I would walk 500 more just to be the man who walked a thousand miles to fall down at your door." Yeah, and then they're like, and then they go da, da da da. Yeah, the whole thing. Da da da. da, da. Yeah. And then the drums go. And then I think they say something about the crew. Weird. (laughs) But there were songs that I was like, I didn't know. I'd never heard them sing this song before. If I had, I'd never paid attention. Because at some point it's just like fun sound that's familiar at a certain point in the game. But I guess every game in the last five minutes they sing, um, I will always love crew.
1: (laughs) 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 And I was
0: like, I've never been happier to know that this is a thing. But yeah, Nordec, I don't recommend it for you. You might want to sit on the opposite side. But they're super fun (laughs) to watch. They have just like, well, it's Pride Month. Yeah. So they had a giant like rainbow flag and they had a rainbow fog machines whoa like <laughs> shooting off at the beginning of the game and i was like oh you love equality <laughs> like they like every game they have something cool going down i guess this wednesday is star wars night oh, nice. so they have star wars characters coming out and you to take pictures of them and i was like dude if i didn't work it would be there yeah so the so. 500 miles song on the other end of the spectrum yeah other reminds me of high school talent shows oh no <gasps> that's why clogging yeah oh so i grew up in a very small town and there was a group of people who um were really into clogging which if you're not familiar with it's, it's kind, kind of like kind river of like dancing river but... dance tap dancing like you have fancy shoes with like these sound things on them like tap shoes have yes and every but year... But a little cloggier. Yeah. So every year at the fair, like, there's this group of mostly elderly people who square dance and clog and have, like, matching Aww. outfits. They are adorable I wonderful. didn't know about the elderly people. One of my friends was yeah. a clogger growing up. Yeah. So because of that, like, a bunch of young people, I don't know if, like, one of their grandparents got involved or something, got them involved, but there was a whole group of, like random high school kids that Uh -uh. took up clogging when I was in school. (laughs) Yup. That's how it happened. Every year at the talent show, they would do their like special dance to the 500 miles song because they had this real weird foot move that they would do. Oh, that looks impossible. Like it looks impossible. It seems like it should hurt your feet or something insane. But, but it doesn't. It doesn't, somehow. apparently. And it was super fun to watch. So every they did this year, for four were... years? Kind of what? like well, the Mean yeah, Girls there was like, Santa thing? Kind of. Yeah, they were a class ahead of me. But Oh, God. So they would do this at the talent show and like at the street fair and the county fair. And they were just clogging away. So like every time I hear that song, I think about dancing. I never think about dancing. <laughs> I probably think about an Irish funeral or something. I don't know. I think about something that I think it has nothing to do with, but like I don't know. It's such a yeah, fun, it's silly. So, it's song. just I have a whole bunch of weird songs that like have very strange connections in my brain, like that. I think we all do. Yeah, clogging, clogging, and yeah, five hundred miles, or yeah. what is it called? Is that what it's called? Five hundred miles. I, I would walk five hundred miles. I don't remember what it's exactly called. Well, I wouldn't. We'll link just to so the video. video. <laughs> Just so you know, I will see if not. I can find the clogging video from oh, high school oh. to put on our way to Facebook. Ooh, we'll find out if it's on YouTube. Maybe it's on Oh, I'm sure. It, it's probably somewhere. It's probably Man. somewhere, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure you noticed that the sound is a little bit different, everybody. Yeah. If you haven't, I just called attention to it, so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, live from a living room, it's Viewing, viewing Party! Party! With Katie. And Wesley. That's us. Those are the people talking. Yep. Um, if you've never met us before, cool. If you have, cool. Shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out to my IRL peeps. <laughs> uh, everybody else, thanks for being a virtual listener. What? <laughs> <laughs> a virtual friend, maybe. <laughs> oh. Anyway, all of them anyone. are partiers, so that's good. all y'all's partiers. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about movies. After we've watched them, ideally, or maybe sometimes before. Sometimes we talk about (laughs) movies we've never seen before. Yeah, we do sometimes. We need to do that again.
1: I'm going to talk about
0: one that I've never seen before today. I've done that in the past on the podcast and faked y'all out. (laughs) I would like everyone to tweet us and let me know which movie you think is a movie that I never saw but still made a podcast (laughs) about. Yes. And I just want to (laughs) know if any of you caught that. If you can figure it out, we'll send you a prize. Oh. We don't know what that prize is. Oh, oh god, make it <laughs> promises. You better that's gonna be the one thing you actually edit out because you're like, I don't wanna promise something I can't keep. You'll get like I a, didn't say it was a physical a prize button. necessarily. Oh, cool. Maybe a gift. Maybe it's just a tweet. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll give you a, a yeah. good old gif. Find something random to mail you. <laughs> Not really <creepily laughs> at all. Maybe we'll send you a picture <laughs> of Adam Scott's foot. No. I mean I don't know like you might be really into that are <laughs> into that sort of thing uh you uh, find any of this remotely tantalizing I just hate the idea of celebrities feet being out on the internet <laughs> and yet I know that somewhere it must be we're not gonna, <laughs> but we're for not it, gonna that look one. it up and we're not gonna link to it on the website so don't ask because <laughs> I know you will Jeff um Okay, cool. So we can park and wreck. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen anything cool? The Bachelor. Et. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. It's on tonight when this episode comes out because it comes out on Mondays typically. Yeah ish um (laughs) monday ish the monday ish podcast we're doing really well year two we don't even know when our podcast comes out and we're not watching the movies we're talking about um the bachelorette is on y'all it's just gonna become like a whole different podcast slowly and we'll just pretend it never happened yo week three is coming up here on the bachelorette it's getting real according to the commercialists Subway goes to the hospital. There's lots of drama. Model boy picks a fight. Someone else is a liar. Our bachelorette cries for the first time. Who even knows? What is happening? This show (laughs) is so whack and we're like two episodes in and I love it so much. I have a bracket going. I'm in a league. This is intense. I, yes. Well, no, not really. I mean, it's a pretty chill league. Well, I know, Uh, but, like, the fact that you have a league. (laughs) I am in a league from the Lady Gang podcast. Yeah. Like, their fan base has a league, so I joined that one. I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't have anything in common with all these other people. So I'm in a Rose to Rose league, which means every week I can, like, pick who I think is going to stick around. I don't know who I think is going to win. Corbin. Corbin? Nope. (sighs) Mm Mmm... I don't know. Some this handsome blonde guy. He's a front runner. Maybe his name is Corbin. Who knows? I don't know what I'm talking about. I I'm running my own bachelorette <laughs> league right now in my own life. There's a lot of I have should have. I should have a mansion and put all of Oh look, I'm in a mansion. I should ask the person, "Hi John, I'm in your house. I should ask the owner of this home if he can just stay gone and then I'll move all these guys into the house." And then I'll have cocktail parties every week. And then I'll give them roses and make them take me out on fancy dates. And then tell them to go home when I'm (laughs) like, nope, you're not it. That would be a great use of my time. That's like a smart way to live your life. Yeah. Maybe I'll get on national (laughs) television for it. I don't have any gowns. So everyone's going to see me hanging out in pajamas at the rose ceremonies. Because that's how I roll. There's a fireplace. There's a fire pit. We have a yard. There's two bedrooms. There's a whole basement. There's a whole finished basement where they could, like, get their air mattresses. <laughs> I think they'll love it and compete for my affection. It's like camp. It's like camp, <laughs> but for boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great line. It's the worst idea I've ever had, and All I'm right. sticking with it. All right. Mom, you're going to be so proud. <laughs> I I should make a what? bracket just <laughs> because. I think when we're done here, I think I actually need to write everyone down because that would be good <laughs> for me and for be and just you could be like, all right, this week who's who's been eliminated? It's all good. Um, so uh, so parking. This is how Katie dates. Like apparently, I don't know. So parking reg to so the Bachelorettes getting real heated. Get super excited. She sent some dude home on the first day. Another guy showed up in a chicken suit. One I... guy owns, like, a runs a charity and has a, a, I think he's a virgin. I don't really know. They haven't really made that very clear, but they kind of have, I don't really care. I don't really care about <laughs> anyone's sexual status on the show. <laughs> other than, like, douchebag is a sexual status that I don't approve of. <laughs> and I don't even know what sexual status means. <laughs> are you sexually active not today and so because i'm in a house full of dudes it's going really weirdly <laughs> this is how the bachelor probably goes on the behind the scenes are you sexually active no I'm like am i <laughs> you bet why <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm just pretty excited. That's pretty much what I've been watching is The Bachelorette. And The Handmaid's Tale, of course, and those are normal. I haven't watched any other movies this week, though. I've been meaning to, and then as soon as I'm like, I'm going to watch a movie, I'm also like, nope, I'm going to eat this pudding cup and go to bed. (laughs) I feel that. (laughs) I don't have a pudding cup to eat. I just made myself sad. I don't even have that. Maybe I'll go get pudding cups (laughs) Good. I think I need to go buy a new toothbrush and some pudding. <laughs> <laughs> that cashier is going to be like, okay. Oh. <laughs> it's another Sunday here in Upper Arlington. There's some girl's out here buying toothbrushes and pudding cups. What have you watched, Wesley? Um, I haven't been watching much either. I did see the Belmont Stakes yesterday. What does that mean? And that is the horse race for uh, Oh, so my mom always watched the like the Kentucky Derby and everything we were growing up and I was flipping through the channels and like the Belmont Stakes was on. I was like, oh, I wonder if my mom's watching this. So the race takes about like seven minutes, but there's probably two hours of TV talk beforehand. Mm-hmm. Because they have to explain everything, and the history of everything, and then every single horse <laughs> the and the brief whole history. history of everything. <laughs> like they have to explain. They they spend so much time talking about things, and then the race happens, and then they play the race again, and so you can see what happens. Oh my lord! Ugh. anyway, I only watched like. The 10 minutes of the horses actually running, but it was exciting because there was a triple crown up for grabs and the horse won the triple crown, which is like the only, they said it's the 13th time in the history of the rate horse, these horse races. Wow. So it's pretty exciting. What do you think could happen when a pig wins one day? (laughs) Like babe? I don't know. You know, when babe's like, I got this. Maybe. That's going to be a cool day. Yeah. Not to take away from this, you know, th- 13th time yeah. history deal. Like It's kind of cool just because it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. How fun. Yeah. I think that's a butterfly outside. Nope, it's a bird. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Sorry. I have not uh, had the chance to look outside a lot in the last few months. So, like, there's animals that live out there and there's like a squirrel in this there's tree like it's very charming grass and <laughs> I mean there's like plants and stuff and i'm like wow people have gardens that yep. they care for and they will mow the lawn like i don't know like what's that wow <laughs> i live in an apartment i get yeah you know you're just like oh We're yeah like, outdoors oh. is a thing wow <laughs> amazing well, I'm glad that you watched that. This is such a good episode it... so far. It's <laughs> a real random thing to watch. Uh, well, you want to just jump into this movie? Yeah. Because this movie kind of just jumps into itself. <laughs> That's a thing. It's a thing. You know what I did last night? Oh, no. I had... I was a little drunk. And I had a bunch of nachos. And <laughs> I good, was joking around with someone... We were like, bet I can get someone to make out with me tonight. And it was like obviously not a real goal I was going for, but I was like, what if I could get someone to agree and be like, awesome, and then like leave, like just to be like, well, I now I know I can. <laughs> like, um, but so I was like, jokingly, there's this group of guys and I was scouting them out. And I was like, that looks like a nice group of people to talk to. Like, what if I just scooted my way into that conversation? <laughs> and then I realized one of them was my client. And so I said, hi, and they were like, oh, who's this? And I was like, hey, hey, guys. And then, like, they were like, hi. And then they all immediately, like, looked at me and then looked at the nachos. I was like, oh, do you guys want some of my meat? (laughs) 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 And then I immediately looked at the ground and was like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry I just said that. (laughs) I texted my client later and was like, thanks for letting me make an ass out of myself in front of your friends. I can't take myself anywhere. <laughs> and he just thought it was like the funniest thing and like the greatest thing. He was like playing along with it. He was like, so who in this group of people has the best haircut? And I was like, this guy? He was like, oh, not me. And I was like, well, I'm partial to your hair because I cut your hair. But like, he has best haircut. This guy has best beard. And you win best personality. And everyone's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hung out with them for a few minutes and then I was like, bye! <laughs> just took off. Me and my Nachos walked away. Um, so, my sister texted me the other day and was like, Do you know how, have you ever seen um, How to Train Your Dragon? Mm-hmm. She was like, You know how when they made the second one, they said that the character long bottomed? Uh. Do you know the reference of like. Um, it's a Lord of the Rings reference. No, it's Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, Neville, sorry. <laughs> I, uh, I was thinking about the hobbits yeah it's so she texted me and was like well they did it again for the third one I no was like, what are you talking about she sent what? me a picture that just said beard under it i was like oh no oh no so let me show you because it made me laugh so hard because it's gonna be good yep this is what she texted me and just said beard whoa long bottomed right wow <laughs> oh man i gotta see these movies <laughs> Oh, shoot. And so what did I, they do? I was like, he looks like Jake Gyllenhaal now. But someone yep. also did this on the internet, which I thought was great, is they put photos of him next to photos of John Krasinski. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, my God. So the main character of this cartoon now looks like John Krasinski. That's gross, and I love it. Right. Who, how, oh, they long-bottomed him. Yeah, why did they make him grow up to be handsome? I don't know. Yeah, and can. he has the same haircut. That makes me so <laughs> mad. Wow. I don't know how handsome. Hey, I like your phone case. That's oh, new. Newish. New-ish. Yep. Swapped it back in. Swapping it. So, that's my week. week. Well, if y'all want to go be attracted to a cartoon character that isn't Aladdin for once, you would see How to Train Your Dragon 3. Yep. We'll <laughs> Shoot yeah, throw that one fun. up on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, uh, today we... Well, this week we watched Solo. Yeah. A been Star Wars movie. So excited. <sighs> yeah. It was like fine. I don't know if it's because I'm sleepy. No, I felt the same way. I was like, that was a movie. Like, I'm glad I paid for, like, a matinee price. Yeah. Lord, if I'd bothered to pay for anything other than that, I would be, like, sorely disappointed in myself. Yeah. Um, so this, so the, okay, so the movie. Do you want to run by, so first, let's explain, let me explain where it is in the chronological order. It's a Star Wars, And then we can do the, the. Uh, I'm not currently drunk, but you word. wouldn't know that right now, Leslie. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> then we can do the plot. Okay, great. So yeah. Basically, in the chronological order of movies, you've got of storyline, not of release date. Mm-hmm. So you've got the, the sequels, which are the trilogy that came out in the 90s, 2000s, which are first chronologically. And then don't don't do all this. Yeah. just like is it between episode this and that yeah. like just so after that is this movie okay and so then after... after this movie is Rogue One and after that we start the original trilogy and after. How do you know? because of uh, the timeline of events. So oh. at this in this movie Han hasn't met the Skywalkers yet. right. So, and he will meet them no. in episode one, but Rogue One is leads right up to Leia getting the message. I don't believe this, actually. <laughs> Wait, I'm have you looked sure. it up, or are you, are you just going based on, because... I'm going based on when, uh, how I've seen them. Because, spoiler alert, at the end of this movie, what's her name, the girl... Kira. Kira talks to Darth Maul, who's in episode one. He dies in episode one. In episode... Which one? In episode one. Okay. Episode one, The Phantom Menace. At the end of this movie, Kira corresponds with Darth Maul, who dies at the end of episode one, The Phantom Menace. Interesting. So I don't actually... So I think... So this is... So this is why, because at first I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And it would make sense. However, like all of this would make some sense based on how they look and things. But someone also told me that you find out in this movie that Han Solo is like way older than Leia. Like hmm. super old. Is he part human or is he full human? I don't really know how that worked out. I missed the first few minutes of film, so I don't I know what happened. Fine. I think it's fine. I'm pretty sure he's a normal person. But like Hunt is apparently like, like not like oh there's like a little difference between them, but he's like 30, 40 years older than Leia. Hmm. So it's like kind of creepy dad romance or like creepy uncle stuff. Interesting. That so that's, <laughs> I didn't do that research <laughs> on my own, but I sat down at first. I was like, I don't think he's that much older. Like this timeline of events all makes sense until she spoke to Darth Maul. And I was like, oh, that's, oh, oh, he has to be super old. So unless Han is like 20, you know what I mean? Or something. But cool. if they make him look like he's 30. Well, he's supposed to be pretty young in this movie. Yeah. Like I would believe he's probably early 20s. I mean, I wouldn't, but it's. I mean, like I'm supposed. Actor, but like that's how you're supposed to believe that. But yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like based on what I'm supposed to believe, sure. Uh, but yeah, apparently, like Han Solo was like way older than Leia. Because hmm. they never really talk about his age and stuff. He's just, you know. I was like, oh, so they pulled an Aragorn, where Aragorn's actually like eighty something. <laughs> but you're like, yeah, oh, oh, that thirty five year old's looking like that forty year old dude's looking good. It's like, nah, he's like hella old. <laughs> that dude's seen some things. Um, I'm trying to find someone who, like okay, sci-fi. I believe they know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wait, hold on. Yeah, so interesting. Maybe we can get the like order. Yeah, I'm of gonna things. look it up while we were talking. So, because I totally thought it was <laughs> after the prequels. Da, da, da. Let's see. Whew. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of at first was like, yeah, this would have to be the, after the prequels. But no, 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 no. Yeah, it has. This is it. This is where I believe that it's before episode one. Or like or in that time or in that like zone of events, like okay. somewhere around there. <clears throat> because because when we meet Han and Lando in episode four, mm-hmm. they look totally different and they're much older. So it can't be directly before the original. Right, it's trilogy. not directly. But, like, Darth Maul's dead by that time. Interesting. They were talking to Darth Maul at the end of the movie. Maybe we should have done some research. Maybe. Also, I haven't seen the, the like, sequel trilogy for 20 years or something. He's supposedly 29 in A New Hope. So, Solo has to focus on Han in his late teens for this movie. So, even though Alden Ehrenreich is or, older than that real life okay so here's the timeline according to random house books episode one two tv series some book three random book random book random book So solo well. some more books rogue one episode four Hmm. So I don't know how many years are in between okay, there. Okay, so hold on. Is uh, is Darth Darth Maul in Solo? That's what I'm confused about. Yeah, because that's who she talks to at the end. How's Solo surprising Star Wars Darth Maul cameo connects to Phantom Menace? Here we go. I trust IGN to have all the nerdy goodness for me. <laughs> Listen, listen, this article literally starts, wait, what? But I thought he was dead. Whoa, what is Darth Maul doing in Solo? <clears throat> yep, Darth Maul lives, but how is Darth Maul alive in Solo, a Star Wars story? There's no after credit scene. You may find yourself a bit in shock at the end of the same time. That collective gasp heard worldwide came from the big reveal, blah, 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 blah. Um, didn't Obi-Wan Kenobi slice him in half and send him tumbling down to the planet core of Naboo all the way back in 1999's episode one? And why is he referred to as Darth Maul in the credits? Why isn't he referred to as... Oh, oh. I didn't even look at the credits. I was like, what's going on? Okay. There's quite a bit of canonical history. Mm -hmm. Can Oh, yes. Yeah, canonical. Now we got it. History here thanks to the thanks to official non-movie sources. Kenobi did defeat Maul that day, and he did fall to the core of the planet. However, via the power of the dark side of the Force, the Zabrak from whatever, whatever, survived by focusing his intense anger and hatred on Obi-Wan Kenobi. This kept him alive, and he wound up on the junk planet of Lotho Minor... He became feral and plunged into madness, living off vermin for subs- sustenance. So this happened so in like books and things. These right, random books that we scoured. So Darth Maul becomes Harry Potter. No nose. Voldemort. My favorite <laughs> was you touching your face I was trying to as see if, if I would help you figure disappear. it out. Oh my god, I did okay because I was totally like, "How old is he? I don't understand." He created spider-like legs to replace his missing one, and then was found much later by his brother, Savage Oppress. Of course, this is some fanboy stuff. Yeah, this is blah, deep blah, in blah, the blah. canon of the novelizations and okay, cool. stuff. So once Maul was restored, he set out to get revenge on Obi-Wan and started to recruit outlaws in order to build his own criminal syndicate. During his rise to power, Kenobi and Maul met again and had multiple lightsaber duels throughout seasons four and five of the animated Star Wars series. Okay. Cool. Which that was before Rogue One. Right. Hold on. I still got to figure out how we got here. Oh, he could no longer bear the Sith mantle of Darth in accordance with the rule of two. I don't know what Since any of that means. <laughs> Palpatine had taken a new apprentice after Maul's apparent death on Naboo. Oh, poor Maul. <laughs> but still, Maul's... Oh, God, he was just rising to power. Yeah. Look at this smirk. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to get to the point where... Yeah, so apparently he lived okay. in Okay, here's what we do other now. Stories. The organization Crimson Dawn,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which just sounds like another Twilight book, does. <laughs> that Maul and some other person are affiliated with is relatively new to the canon. It was first introduced in the novel Last Shot along with Choose Your Destiny, a Han and Chewy adventure. Oh, my man. Oh. I want to read that. I hope it's a choose your own adventure, because that would make me happy. I think it is. Oh. It was, just came out this year. Yes. and Like, in April. I'm looking that up. Maul, you can also see by the holographic image of Maul that he has humanoid robot legs, which lines up with the timeline of the Clone Wars, and that it would take place years after he was rescued, blah, blah, blah. Indeed, during the events of Solo, the Clone Wars are over mm-hmm. and the Empire is ruling the galaxy at this point. He also appears to have aged a fair amount. Yes, he looked much older since we saw last saw him in live action in The Phantom Menace almost 20 years ago. The Maul in Solo is once again played by Ray Park. Okay, I was sitting here, like sitting around like, did they get the same actor yeah, is all I, I care they about? Did. They did, but you never hear Darth Maul talk. In okay the fan in the Phantom Menace yes yeah. like you never hear him talk so it's really weird to hear him talk and it's voiced by Sam Witwer who also provided vocals for the character in the animated shows cool as for his connection to Crimson Dawn Maul did spend a decent amount of time during his history ensconced mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that word it reminds me of scones. <laughs> Um, <laughs> which, in are the, which are great in the criminal element of the galaxy. Perhaps Crimson Dawn is a subset of the shadow collective, or maybe it's something completely different. And is Crimson that... Dawn is the, um, syndicate that Kira's cool. boss was working in. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. That, cause that, I, I sat here and was like, but if that's Darth Maul, and that means that Han is like really old. Yeah, I don't think like that's that he's case. like sixty when he meets Leia, who's like nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what's going on here? It was very yeah, like super skeeved out for a minute. I was like, <laughs> oh god, because I loved Darth Maul growing up for what? I, don't ask me why. I just <laughs> wasn't going to. Well, I can tell you, but it'll be off the air. Um, <laughs> he was just like. A crazy villain, man. Like, he was such a good villain. He was, like, legitimately scary looking. He wielded that, like... He was the first person to have, like, a double lightsaber. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, it was so cool. It was so cool to see as a kid. And uh, also, Ian McGregor fighting is, like, a treat for the guys. (sighs) And so, yeah. So, that was, like, such an awesome thing. Going down at that point, so yeah. So those are we had the v- we had like the collectors VHS of the Phantom Menace, by the way. Oh yeah. And it came with like a little like actual strip of film from the movie, and oh. it was Ewan McGregor like holding on to this little thing <laughs> on a tunnel, like trying to use the force to make himself do a backflip yeah that's cool it was pretty i mean it's pretty <laughs> amazing when you're a kid you're like wow this is real <clears> film <throat> mm-hmm. oh my god chipotle is my life and That's how i felt about it i watched the vdhs so many times yeah that was worn down yeah um okay cool i'm glad yeah, that we so cleared up the timeline and why on earth huge spoiler alert Darth, Darth maul is in this movie <laughs> The one... Th- it was the only thing I didn't see coming the yeah. whole time. So, interestingly about that, um, him showing up at the end was... So, did you hear the whole story about the directors and then changing directors? Uh, yes, I did know so, all that went down. Um, they had the two guys that... I forget their names now. Um, who did... They did the Lego movie and mm-hmm. something else. So, they did all of... They, like, shot almost the entire movie. And then were, like, fired from the project. There was, like, creative differences yeah. and stuff. So they brought Ron Howard in to take over. And, ro- and like... <clears throat> which, we'll talk about that. But <sighs> he realized that he they needed a, like, interesting ending. Mm-hmm. And no one had figured out what that was yet. Oh. And so I think that was his idea to bring Darth Maul in. Ooh. Because he wanted there to be something bigger than the Paul Bettany character. That was in control of what oh, was right, going right, on right. with everything. Yeah, because it was pretty. So that was a really last minute decision. Yeah, to add that character in. And I'm down for that decision. That decision, I'm totally down for. What I am not down for is that I have a movie that is Han and Chewy, and I barely laughed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Han and Chewy are the comedic relief of yeah. the original trilogy. And then Lando shows up, and you're like, oh my God, why do I, I feel things? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you're like, yeah, oh, I feel like I'm a think, woman again. I forgot. For I a think it would have been way better if they had left the original directors, the original guys that were yeah. doing it, because they have that, like, comedic bent and would have made the movie a little more, like, funny and less dark. Because it was kind of a weirdly dark movie. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was like super dark. it was kind of a thing. So, yeah, I just was like I I was excited. I was ready for like a comedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm when I'm going to go see a Han Solo. <clears throat> You're movie, like, "Oh, it's Han Solo and Chewbacca and Lando. Like it's going like, to be funny and it's weird." It's going to be fun. <clears throat> and it was and it like a heist movie. Yes. And I the heist the heisty thing makes some sense. But wasn't Rogue One also a heist movie with a suicide I mean, mission? They're attached all to kind it? of like that. They're all pretty heisty. Star Wars is a <clears throat> heist in space. It's just action heist, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's all, it's, and it's, I, I guess money is a really big motivator for men. I don't, I don't know. Okay, so here's how this movie plays out. Yeah, let's do this. First, this is going to be real basic because I don't really care about no, this movie fine. that much. Yeah. We got Han. We got Woody Harrelson. We got uh we got the woman from Westworld. We got <laughs> Chewbacca. We got Rocket. <laughs> 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 from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh that's what we got. Is his name Rocket? The little the little squirrel? Yes. <laughs> the raccoon? But like, Rocket Raccoon? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. We have him. So they're all here. They're all having a great time. Don't worry about it. The kids, I was like, it it was, I forgot about that character. It's fine. This is all spoilers, um, by the way. So they're about to do a. They're about to do a heist, and well, they're going to get so much money off. of this Before the heist, you have Han and his girlfriend on whatever planet they're on. Oh, they were basically like I'm, street children. I missed the first five minutes. Okay, so, I don't know what so I'll fill you in on that part. So basically, like he and his girlfriend are kind of like, he you know, like scrappy kids that have to like. Steal things and like report back to some like weird lady creature, yeah. Um, they're kind of like enslaved mm-hmm. essentially, so they try to escape and get off the planet, but at the la- and they get to like the border. It's like an airport, but not because it's space. Mm-hmm. Um, and get separated, and he gets off planet, and she is stuck behind. Mm. So. He vows that he's going to do whatever he has to because he was just, he wants to, like, join the whatever equivalent of the army is mm-hmm. and get money so that he can go back and get her and get off the planet. Mm-hmm. So that's when he's fighting in, like, trench Anakin warfare. tried to do that with his mom, and we know how that turned out. Yeah. So <laughs> um, that's where, like, stuff goes down with his captain – and then he meets Woody Harrelson and all his group realizes they're, like, um, mm-hmm. what's the word I'm thinking of? They're, like, they're not on either side. They're just, like, traitors and doing their own thing. Yeah. So he wants to join up with them. That's also where he meets Chewie. Mm-hmm. So. Chewie's so great. Yeah. I love. That was a nice, it was an interesting thing when he met Chewie. Yeah. So that's when now he's connected with this, like, band of, woody harrelson's group the, yeah like what are they're like looters basically basically they're like, yeah um they called them something they're not hitmen they're essentially like scrappers like people yeah. who are like you can hire it's, them they'll go like steal some shit bring it back to you we know that from later movies mm-hmm. that that's the like profession han goes into essentially yes. Is is whatever that's called. Um that's also how like the show Firefly essentially operates. <laughs> Basically. It's like it's, the same concept. It's like they they're probably hanging out with a brown coat somewhere in another galaxy. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So uh so they're about to go do a heist and it has to do with a train and like little rocket raccoon <laughs> dude dies and uh Woody Harrelson's lady dies, but he doesn't really seem to care. Yeah. Yeah, It was one of those moments where I was like, oh, cool, so a woman died to give this dude motivation, but it didn't really even give him any motivation, yeah, so sure she was a useless character. Yeah, minority woman character. Yeah, it was just for like a emotion, useless. emotion not emotion. Yeah, for like really he's fake dumb. emotion for Woody Harrelson. I was like, oh, okay, so this is going to be his like motivating factor in life. And then later on, he's like, no, I don't trust anybody at all ever. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah. SOB. Like, <laughs> this is great. Yep. So, um. So they do the heist. It's successful and then unsuccessful and then successful and then unsuccessful. Yeah, so they have like this. And they're all like. Oh. Competing group that keeps trying to like beat them to their loot. Vibranium is what I want to call it. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what it is. E- some... equal, equilibrium. Whatever. <laughs> we'll call it Vibranium. Yeah, we'll call it. They're trying to steal Vibranium. It's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like. Yeah, whatever, whatever. But um, So did, they keep coming against up against this other, like, troop that's trying to take their stuff. Marauders is what they call them. Of yes. Just, like, uh, like other dudes who are trying to, like, take their stuff. <clears throat> so, anyways, they it doesn't work out. People die. There's a big explosion. They, like, knock over a mountain while they're at it. And they're like, dude. And Woody Harrelson is all like, dude, you cost me everything. Like, I have to get this back to this guy or else like they're gonna send people out and kill me like this wasn't about me this is like i'm hired yeah i'm hired by the crimson tide (laughs) crimson dawn (laughs) Uh, (laughs) like this is this is not a joke you suck and so they go to this fancy Shark, yacht. shark fin shit. <laughs> they called it a yacht and I was like, oh okay. <laughs> it looks like a space yacht a little <laughs> bit. Looks like just a big shark fin in the space. Big gold <laughs> shark fin. Whatever. Fanciness. Yeah. And so uh they're all like, he's so like, okay, we gotta talk to this dude. What's his name? I don't remember. He's so It's the same guy who played Chaucer in uh that one like I don't know. He's so pretty movie with in the so, so they're gonna see this guy his name starts with a D so we'll call him the D you're gonna see the D <laughs> about it about some junk and look it up and they're like okay so we gotta go see if he will let us try and you know do this again or make it up to him or whatever and so they go to this little cantina basically like a fancy cantina because they need a ship like well yeah. they need all sorts of things they need a lot of things yeah they need all sorts of things dried so, boss. Such a wow. name. What is his name? Dryden? Dryden Voss is the boss's name. Voss is water from Norway. Yep. So the they get there to try and negotiate things. Han bumps into his girlfriend, Kira. And he's like, oh my God, I was going to come back for you. What are you doing? She's like, well, I work here now. And he's like, oh my God, I oh, love you. And she's like, that's really nice. Oh, you're working with... Uh. And she like, makes all the connections. of like, Oh, you're working yes. with this guy who was hired by my boss and this and that. You find out that she's like top lieutenant for Dryden and he's all like, well, if you can't figure out a way to make it up to me that you did not complete the job, then I'm going to kill all of you. And Han's like, what if we go get unrefined vibranium from this other planet Mm -hmm. and we'll meet you at this refinery and no one will know that we're connected That, like, I'm working for you because we have no allegiance to you and we have no allegiance to them. Mm -hmm. So we can, like, get out totally under the radar, get your stuff, move on. And, like, they're like, well, okay. You'll need a ship and stuff. And he's all like, you know what, Kira? You go with them and make sure that they do the thing, right? She's like, okay. So then... They're like, well, where are we gonna get a ship? She's like, I know a guy, and he's so hot, and he's so fancy, and he is a big and then they're like, shh, just shh. And I was like, oh. the whole time they're like setting you up to meet Lando, I was like, Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is, yeah, he is. This is where I this is where I was like Kind of bored watching the movie, mm-hmm. and then when I realized I was about to meet Lando, I was like, I guess I should perk up, yeah, because like I'm about to see the only the only reason I'm watching <laughs> this movie is about to come on screen, and this movie is just so mad that I was still like, I know, I felt cool. the same way. I was, Where I was like, like mm. here he is, Miss America, <laughs> but I was still just like, you cute, but. <laughs> Yeah. But, like, I don't know. They tried really hard to set him up. I, I appreciate that, like, the screenwriters were like, he's so cool. And he's so charming. <laughs> and he's so this. And they're like, okay, cool. We get it. And then they just show you Donald Glover. And I was like, like, you're like, yes, they were right. You're like, well, you're correct. And you're like, interesting style. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. He's so. Oh, he's so much. So, uh, basically, they're like, this dude has a ship. It's hella fast. He's retired, though, so, like, he's not going to do anything with it. So, like, uh, like we're not really sure how this is going to go down. And Han's like, don't worry, um, I handle this. And he plays cards. And then... And it's really cute, and they just like spend the whole time flirting, <laughs> and then, uh, like across the table. Like I enjoyed. I would honestly like watch more of a movie of like Han and Lando playing cards and flirting. Right. Yeah. And the and the robot calls them out on flirting, or somebody does. Somebody calls them out on flirting, and I was just like, Yeah, yeah, I are. like the new robot girl. She was cool. <gasps> she was so great. L three. L three was who was she played by? Uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Who, I was like, um, I recognize this voice. She's a British actress who has done, um, she did Fleabag and uh, Crashing. Um, she's done a bunch of like UK TV shows. I was like, I recognize this person's voice. I, I mean, think she's really... on a Netflix show. She's great. She's so great. Mm-hmm. Look, there's photos of this actress, but it's photos of a robot. <laughs> it's so funny. She's great. Yeah. So, anyways, long story short, they play cards, they flirt, end up getting the ship. Uh, And it comes with Donald. Because Donald's not going to let anybody else drive his ship because he's a man who likes to be in control of things. And I like that about him. (laughs) So, he takes his uh, right-hand robot, who's also like a robot feminist... Yeah, she's a super cool robot feminist. And he keeps her around, even though she's, like, sassy. She's because sassy. Because she has the best, like, GPS in the galaxy. He straight up he straight up is, like, do you need anything? And she's, like, equal rights. <laughs> I know, I love and it. I was, like, and he just looks oh. at her and, like, leaves. And she's just, like, she's the best. I'm sure you've noticed that Lando has feelings for me. <laughs> and I was, like, ooh, girl. You know what's up. And then it turns out it was true. Aww. <laughs> and she's like, but I just don't feel the same way. This robot talking about him is so wonderful. It's so Because it's, ev- it's like every woman's fantasy to be like, I'm his right hand man. And I just, I think sometimes maybe, but no, it'll just never work. <laughs> about Donald. <laughs> oh my god, he's so much. Anyways, so this uh, is like sassy robot is around and she's super great. She's like, I can't perform when you're looking at me. <laughs> like doing robot tasks and she's just like there are there's a, they have like a robot cockfight going on and this lady robot is at the cage like use your free will <laughs> like, it's so good i just love it so much it's just like if you know if dobby was you <laughs> it is kind of that as, same as feel yeah similar but like not as cute like dobby was sort of adorable and she's just like full of sass mm-hmm. she's all about it so they get on the ship and they Go to the place and start to steal the things. And then the robot lady incites a rebellion. A robot rebellion. Yeah. Which is great. And she's like, I created a like, distraction. She just, like, frees everyone. She just, like, from its, like, little slaveness. Like, makes it realize, like, yeah, she you're was, a robot. Yeah. Like, it brings self-awareness to the robot in the ways that R2-D2 has self-awareness. Right. And so... The robot's like, well, what do I do now? And she's like, I don't know, go free your brothers and sisters or something. Get out of the way. So the robot just starts (laughs) freeing other robots from, like, their, like, robot slavehood. And then those robots are freeing other robots. And then they're, like, letting all the other prisoners go from this, like, mining colony. Yeah. And it creates this whole cool, like, kind of funny rebellion. She's like, I found my (laughs) calling." Um... So so then they have to bust out of there. So they like bust up out of there. Or do they someone catches on and comes and fights them. I they' have like a, little a lot of fight. fight. They gotta they got all the vibranium <laughs> off of that planet. They're trying to get out. And they have to do the Kessel run. And then the imperial fighters are like, can't have this going on. So then they try to fight them and then they get away from that and then there's a big like Godzilla with tentacles. Yes. And then they get away with that, and then they're like, ooh, shoot, gravity's at play, and then they get out of that, and then they get to, and then they do the, the Kessel Run, the Castle Run? Yeah. So the Kessel Run is essentially, because of this weird, swirly, smoky dimension thing that they're in, it's like impossible... To get from like point A, which is the like place where they have like raw, unrefined vibranium, I don't actually <laughs> know. See, I will never remember what it is. It's now. fine. <laughs> vibranium. Vibranium. And so, um, Let's see if it says anywhere. And then the, to get to point B, which is a place where you can refine it before it explodes. Yes, because it'll start to it get unstable. Out. It's super. Un- it's a very unstable herb. And so. <laughs> Um, so you basically can't do this in, like, less than 20 parsecs because there's, like, all these weird, like, space monsters in the way. Yeah. They make it through in 12 parsecs. Yes. Whatever that means, they do it. <laughs> I love that Chewie calls him out on it and he's like, it's 12 if you round down. down. <laughs> like, of course he did. And I was like, "Oh, those are those really, like... <laughs> That so was the first, thing that like they could have done more of. Yes, those are the things where like they had little tiny bits of like Han and Chewie, but I realized, Han, I realized by the end of it that what I missed was like this movie didn't have Han's like energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's this. They played Han really chill. Yeah. You know? And like a little goofy, and he gets himself in like a little bit of trouble here and there. He like speaks out of turn, and there's a couple funny moments, but like there's nothing that you're like, this is hilarious in the way that Han is really funny. Yeah. Like he's a funny, s- sassy character, but at, like, I don't know if at this point he's still just sort of like wide eyed and just wants to get his girl Possibly. back, and he doesn't have the cynicism yet. Yeah. But it's still like. Yeah, because he hasn't had that. Heartbreak there was, yet. There was almost no cynicism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was just kinda like oh you're he's very earnest. He's very bushy tailed. I didn't look at his butt much. They didn't show it. <laughs> Lando had a cape on, so uh... I couldn't get a good look. Um they didn't do it, you know, like unlike women, they didn't do a lot of like waist down shots. That's not the movie I But let's not seeing. talk about that anymore. Yeah. There's no point. Yeah. It's all space jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> and like Cowboys Lots, Lots of capes. All of oh, Lando's capes. Ugh. Okay, so they do the Kessel run. Lando is so fabulous. And then. So the Kessel run or whatever. They get to the refinery. They refine the things. Yeah, so at the refinery this is where they run into um, the Marauders. The Marauders again. You can continue going. I'm forth. trying to remember what happened then. Um, uh, basically, they're like stop what you're doing we're gonna take this stuff and uh harrelson is all like these people or no and then han is all like you're in big trouble so over in that ship the millennium falcon is like 30 hired guns <laughs> and i give the signal and they all come this way and then suddenly the like lando takes off and the millennium falcon and just like leaves <laughs> he's like i'm out <laughs> so he's like well sucks then wordy harrelson is all like these are marauders all they know how to do is kill and then the leader takes off their helmet and you realize it's like a teenage girl yeah and so basically they're the start of the rebellion Mm -hmm. and they're trying to like kind of aren't they kind of trying to do the um like why can't i think of words today like steal from the rich and give back to the poor kind of concept isn't that what they're up to um Kind of, sort of. And, like, trying to keep people from taking... It's a little less that... I mean, kind of, kind of, sort of. It's a little less that and a little more like everybody in their troop has had their... Essentially their planets wiped out. Mm-hmm. Because someone comes and takes their... People from um, the Crimson Tide <laughs> are showing up.
1: Taking and like, whatever. And
0: they're, like, destroying planets and like species and communities and they're like just like ripping heads left and right so this is like a small band of people from these you know like war-torn countries planets Mm -hmm. and they're like trying to do some good and they're basically like we're not gonna take the money and do any like we're not gonna take your stuff and like live off the riches like we're gonna use the resources Mm -hmm. to fight back Mm-hmm. Because what they're doing is terrible. They're just like decimating entire cultures. Yeah. Which you find out later is being run by Darth Maul or something. Yeah. Um. So basically Han's like, well, not giving it to this the D anymore. We've got to give it to like this cool girl on a space motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they come up with a plan and it's super like plot twisty of like, we're going to do this. Whoop! We're going to do that. Oh, you thought it was going to be this. Well, we did that. Oh, we thought another step ahead. Oh, like, this isn't that. It's over here. This yeah. is that person. You thought it was that, but they're a different person. Like, it's yeah, a whole, they go through all those steps. Yeah. Which are essential for a heist and fun. And then, uh, basic in like the most basic way possible. Woody Harrelson dies. Han and Chewie do the right thing. Han's girlfriend tricks him. Mm-hmm. Kira is all like, I'll be right behind you. And then hops on the phone with Darth Maul and is like, coming over, babe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's not really a babe situation. She's, no. She's, she basically understands that, like... She's indebted. Yeah. She, there's, there's a piece of me that believes that she does not want to. To be in league with the Crimson Dawn. Yeah. She just doesn't really have a choice. However. She has literally been branded by them. Mm-hmm. And is like... She can never get away. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. she can never yeah. escape what she's sold her whole life into, basically. Mm-hmm. Um... So, she understands that this is happening. So, she gets on and she's like... Everybody's dead. Sorry. Sorry. We don't have your stuff. My bad. Um, I'm the only one who lived. Yeah. Uh, and Darth Maul's all like, well, get home before curfew. <laughs> We're going to be working real close together. And she's like, okay. So yeah. she takes off. Of course, Han doesn't know all of this. All of the like secrety stuff. And, yeah. And like her, her yeah. like deep, deep, deep association with the mm-hmm. organization. I don't know. Yeah. With that movement. So all he sees is like his girlfriend ship leave. Yeah. And he's like, the woman I loved and that I literally spent the last ten years trying to like create a whole plan to come back and like be with. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's He was gone. his motivation for everything. Yeah, she and she was just his like big turned motivation away. For and that's where I think that's when he gets the cynicism. Yes. So she leaves, he does the good thing. And they're like, you could join us, you know, like, you could help us fight this fight. And he's like, nah, I'm good. And then he goes back to see Lando again. And they make out. And the end. <laughs> Yeah, so at the end, he's like, here, there's this, uh, this guy who's got a job on this planet. And you're like, oh, he is going to go see Jabba the Hutt and get some work oh yeah yeah, that's the guy that like i was like woody harrelson's character was like i got this guy on this planet he's got a really big job for me i like and then he takes that he goes and gets a ship so that he can do that instead i like try really hard not to actually pick up on things apparently (laughs) i was just like and when they were saying all these things, I was like, I'm supposed to know what they're talking there about. There was a lot of references to the original There were a lot trilogy. of references to things, some of which were like throwaway lines, some of which were really great, which was like, it was nice to see those things. But I was also like, I'm too tired to think about it. You know? I was like, I know the planets you're talking about. Yeah. The end. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I'm done. And so I'm yeah, done and then he goes together. and chasing, he goes back to Lando. Mm-hmm. Has another card game, beats him fair and square. Mm-hmm. And I guess he gets the Millennium Falcon. Yep. And then him and Chewie right off in the sunset Metaphoric. <laughs> the sun's set. <laughs> the end. Yep. I'm so ready to fall asleep right now. You <laughs> we can. We're almost done. I this movie was sweet. It was. It was kind of fun. I was okay. It was, you know, like it might be a movie that I would like play, but I wouldn't really watch again. Yeah. Yeah. I this think... is not the Star Wars movie that we wanted, but this is the Star Wars movie that it's we It's not even the movie we asked for. No. Like, there was a lot of things. They were like, want to know how Han Solo got his last name? Want to see the castle run? Want to know the backstory to all these things? And we're like, we didn't need to. Like, we didn't need any of that backstory. Yeah, I was like, the castle run in 12 parsecs. Yeah, it was a lot of like fan service that fans didn't necessarily want or need. I I, like can only imagine. Well, who's that big of a Han Solo fan? I mean, I love Han Solo, but I like Han's great. Han's a scumbag. Han used to be the good guy. I don't know. I mean, it's a high. Well, here's the thing. So this movie comes out immediately after that. Uh, Ocean's 8 comes out, mm-hmm. I bet Ocean's 8 is a better heist movie. Heist-wise, probably. Because as, I, as someone pointed out, And I out, bet it's probably like, a better fan service movie. They were like, the the stakes in this movie weren't very high. No, it was money. Like, they weren't... No one was saving the universe. Like, no, it was all about, like, money, the money. and a girl. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, and that's what I felt. Because the whole thing that, like, the stuff that was super motivating was stuff that I was just like... I was like, you have no, like, Woody Harrelson isn't going to come kill you if you're just like, okay, bye, and like, take off. Yeah. Like, if that, like, if Kira wasn't involved at all, Han would not have stuck around for any of it. Yeah. Like, he has has other things to do. I'm just, I'm kind of sad we didn't get the movie that the first directors envisioned, because I think it would have been more entertaining. Yeah. And less safe. Ron ha- I know, like Like Ron Howard's a good director. Lando but didn't like, even flip him off, and that's what I was waiting for the whole time. Yeah. Like there could have been so much more like dynamic Ron Howard stuff safe. going on between Lando and Chewie and Han, mm-hmm. but instead it was like mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not my mm-hmm. favorite. Like I, I enjoyed it as I watched it, but it wasn't like I also couldn't tell if they were making fun of feminism or not. I don't know. With the robot. Because there was a part of me that was like, why is she so obnoxious, though? I really liked her. I liked her, but I was like... I could have watched an entire movie of her and Lando's adventures. Oh, my God. An entire movie. Of her and Lando hanging out. Yeah. But there was a part of me that was like, are you trying to make fun of, like, an outspoken feminist right now? Who, like, won't let it go because it's that important to her? Or are you like... Or is this, like... Trying to bring some level of like legitimacy. like I yeah, it was a little I like know. I don't know what tone they were going for. Yeah. I'm not sure how it landed with everybody else. I liked her a lot, but I was yeah. still like, mm, I don't know what we're doing with this. yeah. she was she was great. I loved Lando's response to her. Mm-hmm. I loved Lando's responses. I liked his face. I liked his hands. <laughs> I just watching his hands move in this movie. Touching buttons and flying a <laughs> ship instead. <laughs> Wearing a cape. You know, like I liked watching him touch a robot face. Yeah. It's really like good. Yeah. I could just watch again, yeah, yeah. I could watch a movie. About I wish Lando there had been more Alfre. of him. Because that would have been more exciting. Mm-hmm. Han was pretty like boring. And like I think they did a decent job being the characters, but I don't know I just wasn't it wasn't great no there's like not really even that much to talk about how many Channing Tatum's would you give this? I think like four I was gonna say like five because Lando I mean there's a little bit of redeeming qualities from some of the characters but I wouldn't read it too high I would say it has four Lando's (laughs) Because three is too few, five is too many. (laughs) From the season of The Bachelorette, (laughs) there can be only one Lando. There was. There was one Lando, and I was just... I think he did a really great job being the original, just like the original actor. Yeah, but like... But there just wasn't enough uh, of him. No, there's never enough Lando. (laughs) In the original trilogies either. Like, yeah, there's I know. never he's enough, in it. There's never enough. He's just like that like deliciously slimy dude that everybody yeah. knows that you're like You are so full of yourself and everyone gives into it and you win all the time and you totally cheat and you're a complete backstabber and a really awful friend. But God, you're so cute. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's yeah. like he's a showman. He's the greatest showman. <laughs> uh kinda. Uh. Like ooh, I ooh. Um, was so awful. PG. Varnum was like a piece of trash. <laughs> Human. Don't worry about it. Lando on the other hand. He's so cute. Oh my god. He had so many capes. So many capes. I thought that was funny. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And it makes sense why I loved. Like the only moments that felt really great were moments where I was like, oh, Han just like knows he's born to be a pilot. You know, and you could see his little like Mm -hmm. little pilot sensors going off. Where like you know he'd like see a ship and be like, "Oh!" I was like, "Oh, you do? You just like love being a pilot?" Yeah, he just loves flying. So yeah, so that's the movie. Yeah, that's what we got. That's what we got. Sorry, Solo's like kind of such a downer. I kind of knew it as soon as they announced it. I was like. I, yeah, I'm just sad for the movie we could have had. Mm-hmm. Because it could have been really fun. Mm-hmm. The idea is fine. Like, yeah. Han Solo is, like, well, for everybody's favorite character. So, yeah. like, why wouldn't you make an origin story for him? But, yeah. like... <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Well, if you found any of this remotely tantalizing, you can Google Donald Glover. <laughs> And you can send us photos of him at viewing party pod on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> you can also check out our website for show notes and photos of Donald Glover's ants <laughs> at viewingpartypod.com. <laughs> uh, if you want to hear for more from me, you can talk to me. <laughs> just in general. You just Here's down. your phone number. You can follow no. me. You can follow me on Instagram. You follow me on Twitter at Good Job Katie. Yep, that's you. You follow Wesley on Instagram at Hello Wesley. Mm-hmm, that's me. I don't really have anything else to promote right now. I have to promote equal rights. I have to promote equality. Mm-hmm. And I have to promote Donald Glover. His haircut was so good. It was so perfect. It was like shiny. It was, good. It was very well moisturized. <laughs> I was just checking him out the whole time. The whole time. Anytime he wasn't on the screen, I was sad. Anytime he was, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is why I'm watching this movie. <laughs> i fall asleep in those arms. Uh, during his next week, we'll watch something else talk about something different. Until then, this has been viewing party. party. God, this is the worst extra <laughs> extra, <laughs> Outro? <sighs> it's fine. Uh, I'm so tired.
1: Uh, even me?
0: Lando couldn't get you to wake up. I'm going to take a sleep looking at nature. Take a, a what? sleep. Ah, ah, ah. Oh my god. You're so tired. This podcast is over. <laughs>